Hey, Credit Warriors, welcome back to the 67th ever episode of the Iced Coffee Hour. I'm the Credit Shifu, aka Ben, and so far this podcast has made $80,179. Wow, that was the best one yet. I, I don't know, man. It wasn't that good. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be no, I'm gonna be completely honest. Here. Jack wouldn't say that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. So we have to address the elephant in the room here. What happened to Jack? What did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well then. <laughs> well then. Okay. Jack, unfortunately, is not feeling well. He wasn't able to make it. But temporarily, Alex is going to be filling in for this episode. Jack is going to be back for all the remaining episodes. But we figured today we're going to have Alex on. This because is just a bonus episode. Yeah, this is a bonus. Exactly. We got a bonus episode out today. And this is really exciting because you don't know... Alex is a huge fan of you. No, oh, really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I wouldn't say huge. Moderate. Astronomical. Yes. <laughs> I is do, it, I do, I do enjoy your videos, yes. And this is Thanks. a this is actually a really special episode for me too, because you're the first person that we've had on that's into the whole credit card game, into credit card churning, getting free stuff, free rewards, just basically getting everything at no cost at the expense of the credit cards. And your channel, I've been watching for probably three years. I remember because yeah. a long time ago, there was this bonus on the Ink Preferred. Yeah. And I did a video about it and you got it. Yes. And you made a comment <laughs> that you got it. And I was pleased because like, you were the only person I'd heard of who'd got it because you had to have like a relationship manager or yeah. something. And uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Yes, that, that's right. So the story behind that was uh, I watch your videos, almost all of them. And back then you had posted this promotion. I think it was 100,000 points mm. for the Chase Ink. And you had to go in person to the Chase Bank. And there was one like 50 feet away from my office. So I saw your video, immediately went down, <laughs> got the offer. And that was equivalent. Well, at the minimum, that's worth like $1,000 basically, right? Yeah, or 1250 if redeemed for travel through See, the Chase travel portal. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so for me, I made $1,250 just from an eight-minute video that you yeah. happen to put out that I happen to watch and take advantage of. So cool. welcome to the Iced Coffee Hour. This yeah, is really to here. cool to have yeah. you here. And I want to know, how did you get in the whole credit card game of, of being able to make money from credit card companies? Well, I guess the, the first time I ever did something like this, when, when I lived in the UK, right, I was a student. And at that time, you, you, there was this student bank account where they would give you an interest-free overdraft of up to like 1,500 British pounds, right? And that was 2007. And so savings accounts were still paying like 6%. So what I did was I overdrew the student account and I put all the bank's money in the saving account and I made 6% off it for like a year, right? And so I was paying zero interest on the overdraft and mm. getting 6%. So that was my first little getting my feet wet into the whole what is possible with, uh, you know, running rings around the banks and playing them at their own game kind of thing. Uh, but then it was after I moved to the US, I discovered that uh, if you don't have a credit score, uh, life is pretty hard if you try to rent an apartment or get a cell phone plan or anything like that. So I started reading The Points Guy. That was kind of my first yep. intro to it. Uh, and then I was like, you know, developing my credit score. And I was like, whoa, we can earn points with this and like fly business class and stuff like that. I've always wanted to do that. So then I started getting into that aspect of it. And then no one was really doing it on YouTube. So I was just like, you know what? I could, I could do this on YouTube. So I did. And that's basically how it all started. Yeah. That's incredible. So where did you start? What was the first credit card that you got that you started getting into churning. For me, I think it was the it was the American Express Gold card for me. And I think okay. at the time, 
Did you I get got, the new one, the rose gold, like the, the metal one? This was back in 2011 or 12. Yeah, no, tw- okay. uh, yeah, 2012 uh, is when I got my first Amex card. And I think back then, it wasn't the 50,000 points. I think it was 35,000 points that I okay. got from Amex. It was the Amex gold. After that, I got the Chase Sapphire Preferred and Reserve at the same time. Oh, got both of those bonuses. Back in the bonuses. day, you could have two, couldn't When you? they first came yeah. out. That was the easiest money ever. And I think I used those points. A buddy of mine got married in Hawaii, and I used those points to wow. book a plane ticket in Hawaii. That's cool. Yeah. So my, my first card was the Chase Freedom, but it, it only came with a little bonus, like $150. Uh, then I had my second card, like the Capital One Platinum. There's no bonus on it. I just got it because they were sending me junk mail for it, and I was like, oh, I can build my credit score with this, mm-hmm. so I got it. But then... I got the Chase Sapphire Reserve with the 100,000 bonus in 2016 when yep. it just came out. And um, yeah, I think I used that for like the W Hotel in Taiwan and uh, uh, yeah, a load of other awesome stuff. Like, yeah. So that was my first huge bonus. Tell us about the craziest stuff that you've done with it. Craziest stuff? Give, them, give, them, give everybody a sense of just like how nuts you could go with this because I think we're underselling just how amazing this whole concept is. Okay, And believe it or not, I think that's a great idea because a lot of people, even in the finance community, don't take advantage of credit cards. We hung out with Jeremy last night, uh, financial education Jeremy, huge into stock investing. He told me he only has two credit cards. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think think it's definitely good, you know, to get people a perspective of what crazy stuff you're doing. The issue, though, with Jeremy, Jeremy makes so much money. If he blinks, (laughs) he's losing money when you consider how valuable his time is worth. So I got to say... There is a sense of diminishing returns that if you're making millions of dollars a year. I think it's a middle class game. Going, yeah, going out of your way for an extra, you know, few hundred dollars. Uh, you know, it starts, you start questioning whether or not it's worth it. But I would say anyone making under maybe three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. This is one of the easiest side hustles to make at least a few hundred extra dollars a month. At yeah. least, at most, you could probably make an extra what thousand, two thousand a month. Like it, it's depending on how you redeem how you these points. It. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't go as crazy as some people with it. And also, I always travel with my family, which makes it a bit harder to do the sort of really high class redemptions, like first class um, Cathay Pacific or something like that, yeah. Emirates. But um, I worked out just on the sort of major trips that I've done over the last few years. It's twenty three thousand dollars worth of free travel. Just over the one, just on the ones that I can remember, and there've been numerous wow. other like weekend trips that I didn't count. But uh, yeah, twenty three thousand dollars in the last like two years or so. Yeah. Wow. So, what would you recommend for people watching? We'll get right into the the how to tutorials on this. Where to start? Um, so, well, you got to start by building your credit score because without a credit score, you're just not going to be approved for any credit card. So, normally, I say get a starter card like the. Discover It card is a great one to start with. I love that one. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Really quick side tangent here. Every time I meet somebody, they come up to me like, Greb, guess what? Guess what? And they everyone whips out their wallet. They pull out the Discover It. <laughs> it's my first credit card. My first credit card. Look, look what I got. I'm so proud of them. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. But the Discover It, not one person has had a single complaint with them. Yeah, because it's great. You can get approved with it with basically, a, you know, what they call a thin file. Like, yeah. you know, not... Um, you know, you can have someone with a bad credit score that they've damaged their credit score through mispayments, but someone who just has no credit score because they don't have any information, normally they approve you easy for the Discover um, It. And it's a great opportunity to have your first credit card that actually earns rewards 
and they do first year cashback match. Yep. So you earn double cashback in the first year. So uh, yeah, it's an awesome card. Definitely cool. recommended. Uh, and then get another card. Like don't stop at that. You want to get like maybe three, four cards in your first six months mm-hmm. because the more on-time payments reported each month, the faster your credit score will grow. And you can literally be at 700 within like uh, three to six months yep. if you do it right. Yep. Um, but then at the start, your first five, you want to make sure some of those are chase cards because of the old 524 rule, which uh, I'm sure you know about it. Yes. But like if you uh, have opened more than five credit cards in the last 24 months, you can't open any chase cards chase won't approve you for a card so at least maybe one or two of your first five uh should be chase cards if you're starting now you could get the uh sapphire preferred um which has a hundred thousand point bonus you might as well it's free money right um you might want to get that for maybe your third card because you want to build your credit score a little bit first uh another good tip is when your credit score is approaching around 700 uh, amex cards actually give quite high limits yeah that's something i always recommend because if you can get a card i remember I had cards with like $2,000 limit, that kind of thing, Chase Freedom. And then I was approaching 700 and I applied for a Hilton card from Amex and it was like, boom, $10,000 limit. I was like, whoa, this is, this is cool. And then after that happened, I was never denied another card after that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Basically, you know, they see that you've got other credit cards that are $10,000. Normally they'll easily approve you for whatever you apply for. Got it. What about for the people that say that they don't spend four thousand dollars in three months so they're afraid that they're not going to be able to meet the minimum spend because that's the one caveat to some of these cards is they say in order to be eligible for the hundred thousand points you have to spend three four or five thousand dollars in the first three months otherwise you don't get it what i would say is well one way of doing it is that you could go for slightly lower tier cards that you know, maybe the bonus isn't as much, but you only have to spend, say, 500 or 1,000. Mm-hmm. Like, particularly people who are like students or, you know, who don't really have a full-time job would struggle. Uh, but you can also look for other ways of paying um, certain charges with the card that you wouldn't normally, you know? Like, for example, you might be able to pay your student um, tuition with, yep. with a credit card. Normally, they'll charge a fee. So only pay just the amount that is needed to get over the bonus because you don't want that fee to be too too much. But if you, say, have to pay... A $300 fee, but you're getting 100,000 points, which is worth $1,250 through the Chase Travel Portal. Uh, you minus 300, you're still $950 in profit. Yep. So paying things like that, um, or you could get a credit card just before you're about to book a big vacation that's going to you know, cost you a few thousand. Uh, you can kind of think of it like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I used to do is uh, when I was renovating properties, I'd purposely delay uh, getting a credit card until I knew I had to make all of these big payments. And usually what I'd, I'd do, because I would pay a contractor, uh, I would just tell them, go and use my credit card when you're going and paying for materials. That's it. And and I would tell them, just go and charge the $4,000 on this. Anything else, you know, I'll, just, I'll pay you directly, but uh, just charge this. And uh, during one renovation, this was 2016, when the Chase Sapphire Reserve came out, the Chase Sapphire Preferred, I think at the same time I got the Amex Platinum. And... All of those, I was just like, minimum spend it in day. Minimum spend it in day. Minimum Because I was going to spend the money anyway. Yeah. So my thinking was, I may as well just get all of these cards. I didn't want it to go to waste. And I think within those three cards, I was able to get, I think I got 80,000 for the Platinum, 80,000 points, uh, 100,000 for the Chase Sapphire uh, Reserve. I don't remember what the preferred was. It was either 50,000 or 75,000 points back then. And I just loaded up. Nice. And that, that to me, I still have, still have those points. <laughs> but I still have them. I have not. I, I've become a, a point hoarder. 
But first, I want to thank our sponsor, Etitude. The truth about the bedding aisle at your local store is that most pillowcases, duvets, and sheets are actually made out of cotton. And unfortunately, cotton is actually one of the most damaging fabrics to our planet. And I love trying to protect the planet anywhere I can. I mean, we have so many cool things to appreciate, like Legos, cats, camera equipment, and good nights of sleep. Alex, I think you're the only one that thinks those are cool, except for the good night of sleep, of course. And that is exactly why I actually recently switched to Etitude sheets, which are made from 100% organic bamboo. That means they save 500 times more water than cotton and produce 52% less carbon emissions. But seriously, guys, it's been a struggle of mine. I usually sleep very hot, but ever since I switched to my Etitude sheets, they help regulate my temperature like no other sheet I've ever used, and my nights of sleep have been so much better ever since I started using Etitude. So trust me, guys, you will absolutely love these sheets and have the best night of sleep in your life when you go to Etitude.com slash iced coffee for 20% off your order and free shipping. And don't forget to use promo code ICEDCOFFEE at checkout. Remember, guys, that is attitude as an eco attitude. And don't forget to use the promo code ICEDCOFFEE at attitude.com slash ICEDCOFFEE. Thank you so much, Attitude, for sponsoring this episode. And back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> because it's like right now, really, where is there to travel? Yeah, it's uh, only just starting to. Right, yeah, out. exactly. So I think in the next year or so, then I could start using this points. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to get to a million points in my account, so oh, I could yeah. physically see one million points. That's cool. That's and then, a great then video I can spend well, it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Then I can spend it. Yeah. I think right now total I'm at like eight hundred and fifty nine hundred thousand. Really? Yeah, that's cool. So on, I just I just need another which? credit card on Amex or on Chase? no no or this combined. is Chase. Oh Chase. Okay. Chase. No, I think actually if we combine them, I'm over a million points. Okay. Because Amex I think is like five hundred thousand points. Chase is eight nine hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Nice, man. That's cool. You got to tell me where I could go with that. Oh, like what yeah. I could do I mean, with this. Could, there's loads of, you know, Emirates first class. Maybe. Really? Wait, with Chase. Let me just think about it. Let's see with Chase. Let's say I have 800,000 points with Chase. Oh, you could do. I mean, you can go to Europe uh, business. This is what I yeah. normally I go to Europe every Christmas, right? Okay. I go business class. The new British Airways club suite has a closing door and uh, that's 50,000 points or at Christmas, maybe 60,000 points. So you can go to Europe business class. Or first class, probably like 80,000, something no. one way. One Are you way. serious? Yeah, yeah, one way. 80,000 so points one way per person. Yeah, but don't fly directly to the UK. Fly to like, if you fly to Spain, the taxes and fees are way cheaper. UK hits you with this crazy air tax. Wait, duty. explain explain this. I'm, I'm Yeah, this is crazy because there's a lot of little things like this in the credit card game that catch people out. Yeah. Um, basically, different countries have different like rules among, uh, around like the taxes on the ticket and stuff. So if I book a business class ticket to the UK, which I often do because I just travel with my family, it's most convenient. So yeah. I actually absorb the extra cost. But um, you might pay $800 in fees. So you're basically paying for an economy class ticket and then you're like upgrading with the points to get business class. Why like, is that? Do they, they do they tax you on the retail value of the ticket? Is that how it is? It's yeah. It's just the way. I think they have higher taxes on fuel, like fuel duty, and it's just the way it's done. I don't know. It's it's a little bit of a mystery. But okay. but if you put the same ticket going to like Portugal or Spain, something like that, you will probably pay like eighty dollars in fees and fifty thousand points in business class. Wow. And yeah. then when you're in, let's let's say, Portugal, then what do you do? Then you book your ticket? Then, after? yeah, if you wanted to go to UK, you would just have to transfer there and you would get higher taxes on that really short flight. But because it's only a short flight, the taxes will be like $40 or something like that. Wow. It's yeah, a little hack, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you got to really think out of the box because the, the airlines don't want you to redeem for maximum value. They, right. they want lower value, right? So you got to kind of play the game. and That's you know. really interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. 
So you're saying 80,000 points business class. What about like I no, want business that. class one way would yeah. be 50 to 60,000 okay. to Europe. Uh, first class maybe is talking like 80 to 100,000 depending on the airline one way to go to Europe. So yeah, yeah so for me and Macy to go that would be 400,000 points. Yeah, to return. Uh, first class round trip for yeah. two people. So you could do it. Wow, Grant, yeah. Random yeah. question. Have you ever been to an airport lounge? Yes. Oh, okay. All the time. I, oh, I thought Century you did. Lounge? Yeah. All the time. No, yeah, all the time. Oh, because yeah. like, he told me he's never flown like business or anything. Never flown business. You haven't flown business? Never business or first class. But I, I would go to um, Canada to see family. Okay. And uh, every time I go up there, I would purposely go to the airport a little bit early so I could hang out in a lounge, <laughs> eat the food. And even, by the way, if I'm in a rush, I would go into the lounge, get the food to go, and then just eat it, in the plane. <laughs> eat it and, that, and that's my meal. Uh, the one time... We're all flying to Utah to visit the Stradman, and we get to the lounge there, and they're they're closed because of uh, because of COVID, but they're basically just handing out meals. Okay. So we go there, and I just get enough for all of us. That's it was, cool. re- oh, it yeah, was cool. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I've been to all the lounges. Centurion is amazing. Uh, my favorite was I think it was Dallas, the Centurion Lounge in Dallas. If you you could book a massage there, a free complimentary fifteen minute massage. At the with the credit card free wow. Wow. yeah that's awesome you know i i had the opportunity to do that in the british airways lounge one time mm. but my wife was very slow in packing the case and uh, we ended up getting to the airport like just in time for the flight so we oh, both missed no. the free no. massage okay but, uh, yeah it was kind of annoying but um got yeah, it there are some really awesome lounges i think the best one i've been to is the club in taipei because i used to go to taiwan a lot yeah. and this was uh I, I had the status with the airline, not through credit cards, just because I built, I'd flown so many times that uh, I'd built up like um, Star Alliance, Silver and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you could go to this lounge that was not in any priority pass or anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really classy lounge. Who know? goes to those lounge? Like, do you ever walk in and you're like, oh my God, that's Rod Stewart. Like <laughs> crazy stuff like that. I've, I've never seen anyone famous actually. Really? Yeah, in these lounge- no, other people have. I've seen videos where like someone bumped in like Wesley Snipes or something. Yeah. In the lounge, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Like walking in and be like Tom Hanks, just <laughs> chilling in the corner, yeah, you yeah. know, eating his meal. Yeah, no, every time I walk in, because, because now the, uh, at least with priority pass, it's everyone has it. So yeah. priority pass is really like crowded. When I first started going, it was 2016. It I felt like I was balling. Like I would walk in, there wasn't that many people. I, I remember getting a snack for the first time ever, being blown away. But now you walk in, there's a line to get in. All the seats are taken. The food is half eaten. They've really done the bare minimum just to maintain yeah. priority pass. And now, wh- what is it? They started charging if you bring beyond like one guest. Yeah, the Sapphire Reserve used to give you unlimited guests. Right. I, I took like six people in. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, same. I worked out it would have cost like 250 bucks, right? right. <laughs> but then they limited it to two. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Amex Platinum is going to start charging for guests in Centurion lounges starting next year or 2023. I can't remember. I, but, I believe yeah. it. They should allow you one guest, though. They should. One guest for free. I think that what they want you to do is get the authorized user card yeah. for your guests. Do you worry right now that credit cards are catching on to this? Because I feel like just with with the the explosion of popularity of, of personal finance, the credit cards are knowing like, hey, too many people are taking advantage of us right now. We, we got to downgrade these offers and make it more expensive. No, I think, I mean, it comes in cycles. And actually, 
some people who are in the industry have also mentioned this to me as well. Yeah. It's like it always, there's always going to be devaluations, but then there's always going to be new amazing offers coming out. So like back in 2016, we saw the Sapphire Reserve 100,000. Yeah. And then for a long time, we didn't see any 100,000 point offer from Chase. And then we had COVID where everything just shut down. The credit cards were like not really wanting to apply, uh, to, you know, to bring in new people, even cutting limits and stuff. And now we're kind of in a new golden age of mm. huge sign up bonuses, both Amex and Chase. Um, yeah, not City. I don't know why City doesn't give any huge bonuses, but um, Amex and Chase are like, you know, they're even on their earnings call, they're yeah. Amex talking about, yeah, we're really going hard on custom acquisition in 2021. So, yeah. Why kinda, is that? Do you think it's because you're just, they want to compete with Chase and Chase wants to compete with Amex? I think, yeah, I think there's kind of a battle going on between Amex and Chase right now because they are the two biggest, well, actually, no, not the biggest. I think City actually issues more cards, but that's because they have like Costco and American Airlines and stuff. But, um, yeah, Amex and Chase are definitely battling, you know, for domination of uh, <laughs> of the whole space. Got know? it. What do you think the best offers are right now? Best offers undoubtedly is going to be the 100000 on the Sapphire Preferred. Okay. My hack for that, though, is that if you want the Sapphire Reserve, so you get the lounge access and, every, uh, lounge access and everything, you apply for the Preferred first, get the 100,000 points, and then after a year, upgrade to the Reserve. Um, now, when you upgrade, are you still eligible for the sign-up bonus on the reserve? Yeah, you yeah, are. yeah. So you can, you can. Oh, sorry, no. So what you can do, you can get the bonus on the preferred. So you have that hundred thousand in your account. Once you've upgraded to the reserve, if you've kept those points for a whole year, once you have the reserve, the points are going to be worth more. They're going to be worth one point five cents a point instead of uh, one point two five. So you get a thousand five hundred dollars in value instead of one thousand two hundred fifty dollars in value. Yeah. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Ladder. Really quick, I want to talk about the things that fundamentally change the way that we live. These things are called disruptors. Disruptors are things such as YouTube, smartphones, and even internet banking. Jack, another disruptor is actually our sponsor today, Ladder. Ladder basically took the life insurance industry, flipped it upside down, and shook out all the inefficiencies. Before Ladder, you actually have to drive across town, fill out a ton of paperwork, and then you still had to wait six to eight weeks to find out if you were approved. Not to mention the countless amounts of phone calls that you would get from other agents trying to bundle your life insurance with car insurance. But now we live in a new era, an era where I can buy Dogecoin at the click of a button. An era where I can drink milk straight from the carton. Wait a second. I didn't know about that one, Alex. But most importantly, an era where you can get approved all online for term life insurance for $3 million or less in coverage. And if you're between the ages of 20 and 60 and you want term life insurance to protect you and your family, choose Ladder. Go to ladderlife.com slash iced coffee today to see if you're instantly approved. That's ladderlife.com slash iced coffee. You mean L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash iced coffee? Ladderlife.com slash iced coffee. Thank you so much, Ladder, for sponsoring this episode and back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Got it. You'd have to keep them for a whole year. But um, yeah, the real reason is so that like the reserve is just a better card. Right. You know, the Sapphire Preferred, it only gives you two points per dollar on travel and dining. It's actually not even... It's not yeah. that great, to be honest. But you wouldn't get the sign-up bonus on the reserve with an upgrade. So you're missing out on the sign-up bonus? But the sign-up bonus on the reserve is only 60000 and you're only allowed one Sapphire at a time. So you couldn't get the preferred first and then apply for the reserve. You'd have to wait four years and close your preferred. Yeah, because there's oh. like the one Sapphire rule and stuff. So my kind of hack is if you want the reserve, get the preferred first, get the huge bonus. They allow you to upgrade after one year, and then you don't get a bonus when you upgrade, but the points take on better value. Got yeah. it. 
Yeah. See, back when I was doing this, it was just unlimited. <laughs> it's you. You want the cards? Go you and take the two, cards. Get you? the bonuses. Yeah. 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 That was. Uh, but you know, each period has its own like hacks and and yeah. little things that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that you that you've turned this into a business. What were you doing <laughs> before this? So I I came to New York in 2011, and I was actually I was working at NTD TV, which is uh, at that time. I don't know if Shaw is, is anymore, but at that time it was a nonprofit TV station specialized in broadcasting uncensored news to China. So this is going to be a random story. Like, mm. <laughs> so I was born in Hong Kong, so and my major in college is uh, Chinese language. Mm. So after I graduated, I got this job um, at this nonprofit, and yeah, so that was why I came to New York. And uh, through that, I became. <laughs> I have a show. Um, is a, it's a Chinese language show and it's a very popular, it's got like 700,000 subscribers on YouTube. Mm. And uh, in 2014, I think by search volume, I was the number three internet celebrity in Taiwan. No way. It's like super random. Right? If you search my name, Ben yeah. Hedges on YouTube, you can find the channel, but yeah, it's super random. Um, but I was really there cause I wanted to do something and I met my wife there. Uh, she was working there. So her family had been persecuted in China. Uh, by the communist regime there. Her family, you know, her parents, uh, they practice Falun Gong, which is a Buddhist meditation practice. And they were actually put in forced labor camps in China for, um, for their belief, you know. And this practice, it's like a peaceful practice, like meditation. Like it shouldn't be persecuted in any normal country, you know. Um, but when she turned 18, uh, and they had been released then, but when she turned 18, they basically gave her all the evidence of what happened to them and sent her to the U.S., and uh, the U.S. was like, yeah, sure, you can stay. <laughs> they gave her asylum. Wow. Right? And her, her oh. family's all right. They're relatively safe now. Good. Like it's like not a super bad situation for them anymore. But um, yeah, so I met my wife there. And then I forgot the question. <laughs> what was the question? How did you turn this into a business? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So we're getting to that. So like, yeah. So after I had, you know, I'd worked at this nonprofit for uh, like five years or so. And, you know, I'd kind of done some good stuff, but I hadn't really earned uh, any money, you know, because, well, I was earning money, but it's not like, you know, it's a nonprofit. So you can imagine it's not like a huge, like six figure job or anything like that. So I was like, okay, what shall I do? Yeah, and this was when we we're having our first baby. So I was like, what shall I do? Well, why don't I try to do some YouTube stuff? Cause I'd already done one channel for them and got 700,000 subscribers. So me and another guy, we uh, were like, okay, let's do it on our own. And our first channel was uh, Generation Tech, which is now one of the biggest Star Wars channels on YouTube. It's got, I think it's at 650,000 subs right now. Really? So, yeah. And people sometimes comment, they're like, they'll find one of my Star Wars videos and they'll be like, oh, hey, credit shift. We're like, this is super random. You wow. Know? Yeah, yeah. So if you want to, uh, I do Star Trek stuff as well. I was a super like Star Trek nerd when I was in my te early teens. So I've kind of milked that knowledge. Uh, so if you search like... um enterprise uh uss enterprise uh you know 10 floors or uh, uss enterprise 10 features like all those videos will come up so um yeah if you want to brush up wow on Star i Trek had no knowledge. idea okay <laughs> so yeah and then at the same time i started credit shifu and credit shifu was originally kind of the side channel because i was doing like star wars and star trek content full time but i was a little bit tired of it so that was when i started concentrating more on credit shifu to try and get it bigger uh and then we started working as an you know affiliate with um credit card companies to you know in addition to adsense we can now have um sign people up for credit cards and get commission and uh, we can have weeble 
They yeah. can probably get two free stocks below with Weeble, right? Or public. Or public. I it's worth all the way public. up to $70. $70. $70. And if you sign up using the code Graham. Oh, you know what? That offer might expire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because it expires July 12th. You know what? We want to try to keep it going. Uh, if the offer is down below, you, you have to do it before it expires. The current <laughs> offer expires July 12th. So if, this, if, if you're watching this after then, the offer is expired. But there might be another one. The, the trick is you have to do it before the offer expires. To see what people's numbers are. Are you able to share any numbers with us, you know, in regards to, to the revenue that these channels We can, are? yeah. Um, my business partner, he's a little bit more private than me. He doesn't like going super in-depth. But uh, what I can... Uh, let me think about it. So so we could do... T- you know what? Yeah. How about this? If you could show what you're making on the, the Credit Shifu channel... That's not very much. And then... But but then we could but get... But I can tell you for some other channel. Then you could give channel. us the ballpark... Of yeah, all yeah. the others. So that way we don't exactly know what which channel is which. What I can say is yeah. some of our channels make as much as the average household income of the U.S. in one month. Uh, annual, yeah. The average annual household income. How how does, How is that channel able to generate so much? Where does that come from? That's just from YouTube ads. That's just from sheer volume. Yeah. How many views does this channel get to be able to do that? It gets a lot. I mean, it's not... Yeah, so it's not a... It's my phone. It's not a finance channel, yeah. so it has a lower CPM. You know, like we yeah, get like ten dollars. Sure. I think I'm even up to like thirteen dollars now yeah. on my CPM. But um, this channel, it's like can I can I see, see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. have a look. All right, it's so a real time. What is that? Great, consist, yeah. consistent. And that's not even you know normally yeah. at the end of the year December is the best month. And I can show you credit yeah. shifu. You'll be surprised. I mean, I, I want to see the credit shifu. Yeah, how much it earns. Okay, Generally. so yeah, this is the credit shifu. We our views are way low. Because you know it's so niche. All right, that's so last twenty eight days. All right, so that's still. Probably, I mean, listen, sixty one hundred dollars in twenty eight days. It's not that good. But still, but a lot of the income comes from affiliates. Oh, you know? I see here. So, so we can twenty two thousand like, views for eight hours. That's it's, not much. Is it's it? the views. Yeah, the views are low, but the CPM. You know what? Why? It's, it's so niche. What? No, 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 no. My credit card videos pay the most of anything. You know why? Because your videos are too short, and you're not putting. Hold on. Let me let me look at this video here. We'll analyze this. And by the way, we have a full-on YouTube Creator Academy down below in the description that uh, that I'll do two hundred dollars off. Wow, two hundred dollars off that teaches you all of the ins and outs. But let's let's see if we can get your income up, okay? And this is all stuff we cover on the program too. But so you got this video, the City Trifecta Explained Twenty Twenty One Update. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll just look into this. I'm going to go to monetization. Where, where's monetization? On is it eight minutes? Look at that. This is why you're not making enough money. No mid-rolls? Only two mid-rolls yep. on an 11-minute video. You could do How three. How many would you? Uh, you three. do three? You, yeah. So uh, tw- basically, I'll do three up to 10 to 11 minutes. If it's over 13 minutes, I will do a fourth. If it's over 17, I'll do a fifth. Basically, one every three minutes or so is about the sweet spot. Okay. Because, uh, you, you, because, sorry, because the ads won't show for everybody. Oh, that's so true. sometimes they err on the side of caution. So you could put four ads in there, but people might oh, only see two. That's true. So the more ads you put, the more you, chances. the more chances you have that the ad is going to display. So that is one thing. So if you put a third ad in every video over eight minutes long, your income will increase about fifteen to twenty percent. Okay. Overnight. That's a good tip. Overnight. Yeah. So you're making I could an go extra back through the back catalog. Yes. And do it. So what I would do is sort through the videos that are the most viewed. Yeah. Uh, over 60 minutes, 48 hours, and just put ads in this. 
I wouldn't bother with all the other ones. But my big thing about this channel in particular, because on our, um, what's it called? On our other channels, like our Star Wars channel, we can bring in millions. Like we'll regularly be doing maybe 300,000 views over 48 hours or 500,000 views. But this one is very low. And I think it's because it's so niche. It is. So I've had a plan to kind of expand into more entertainment based finance content. And I'm probably going to do it on a second channel. What is your um, suggestion or recommendation for that? Well, first one, like I said, put mid-rolls in these videos. So you'll make an extra 20%. The other thing before we go into that is that some of these videos are only five minutes long. If you could find a way to stretch that to eight, that way you'll get mid-rolls in those videos. So that would probably double or triple your income on those videos by taking it from five to eight minutes. Find a way just the last three minutes to give something else, add on some extra content, some bonus content. Uh, Some of these videos, like three minutes, don't bother. But if it's five, you can get it to eight. If it's four, probably just keep it four. Yeah. So uh, as far as starting another channel, if if it's different enough, sure. But if you're going to be talking about credit cards, personal finance, you might be able to just do it on this channel. Probably stop recording. The problem, uh, the yeah. problem I've had with this channel is, uh, oh yeah, stop recording. I did this video a while back, uh, which metal credit cards are bulletproof, right? And I spent so much time like locating this private, like 80 acres of land to go and shoot on and mm-hmm. calling up friends who had different types of weapons to, you know, to do it. And uh, it only got 10,000 views. And my feeling is that it's because a lot of people, they come to this channel for information rather than entertainment. No, I just what think it think? was. I just think it's a niche topic to begin with. I think Too you could niche. post that on a on a huge channel, and just people wouldn't they wouldn't watch it unless you're like a Mr. Beast, where it's like, how many credit cards can you stack oh, to okay. stop a bullet? Yeah, yeah. Then I would watch that. Uh, I did a video on the the main channel. This was my video. You did right? Yeah, with the flamethrower. Yep. Did it get views? Or did nope. It, it was the well. worst performing video oh. on my, my channel in like years. So as some context here, I unboxed the JP Morgan Reserve credit card. And this was my most viewed video ever at the time on my channel by like tenfold. And I figured, okay, just unbox this video. They're going to be retargeting the same audience. What else could I do with the credit card? Well, I could burn it with a flamethrower. And so I wanted to test how easy can you destroy this credit card with like an axe, with a flamethrower, with all these other things. I destroyed all my credit cards. And at the end, I even called the customer service line up. I was like, hey, my credit card is damaged. Can I get a new one? They sent me a new one. But yeah, the video bombed. People hated the video. They're like, what is this? I didn't subscribe to this. This is stupid. Some people didn't get the joke. Uh, Some people were upset at me because they thought I was being serious when I'm talking about like, I don't like debt. We're going to burn all my credit cards. They're like, Graham, I just got a credit card. (laughs) I just got one. And now you're saying it's bad. Why would you do this? Why would you do this to me? It's like, that's a joke. But yeah, I just don't think you have to go to such extremes that if you're stacking 100 credit cards, you're stopping a bullet maybe that would have a chance or or the title i would say too like if i read a title and it says which credit card is bulletproof i don't really care but if you pose it as this is the bulletproof credit card or this credit card is bulletproof i may Uh, be more likely to click yeah yeah Uh, but that's just me Uh, stopping you gotta do stopping a bullet with credit there you go like yeah how many credit cards stop a bullet yeah how many credit cards to stop a bullet something like that and you just got to keep stacking credit cards with the slow-mo cam you know, shooting and, and I don't know, like a thousand frames a second or something like that. And you see yeah. the bullet just Slow like ricocheting. Guys. Yeah. 
is you got to do something like that. Cool. But yeah, I don't think it was a, it wasn't the channel. So speaking tips. of, you want to pivot into finance, you said, or, or not pivot. You want to add finance related content. Yeah. This, so, yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm assuming you don't really talk about this much on your channel, but what does your investments look like? Um, so right now, uh, yeah, you'll be interested in this actually. So right now, basically I have used the stock market to get down payments for properties. So first I bought my own house. I grew my portfolio. Took Except it all the one out. in New York. In New York state. Yeah. Cool. Upstate New York. So I bought my own house and then I, uh, my stock market portfolio went down to like five grand. Right. And then I invested a load of money during the pandemic, like the March 23rd uh, bottom, right? Yeah. Pretty much the two weeks either side of that, I was just plowing thousands and thousands into the market and I made like a, a lot of money, right? So then I pulled out like, I don't know, like 35 or something and I went and bought this piece of land in upstate New York and I'm going to do, I'm currently working with a builder and we're going to build a luxury Airbnb cabin as an investment property mm. for rich people from New York City to come and, you know, have a, vacation in and so yeah that's uh, and then i've still got a stock portfolio which is growing you know and that kind of thing so yeah but also the cabin it's going to be it's kind of a cool thing for youtube videos as well because yeah. you can do like you know you can do people love those videos so anything involving real estate it's buying the real estate yeah. renovating the real estate then that, doing a house tour yeah that fi that video did really well actually i did yeah. a land tour <laughs> Wow, right? how did that do? And yeah, I mean, I put yeah. it on my second channel, which only had like 10,000 subs and it got over 10,000 views. Wow. Uh, which is, you know, it's a modest figure, but for a channel that small, it's actually really good, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and you can use tricks like putting, you know, the amount of money. It, I put like 20, I just spent $28,000 on land. It's not even that much, but yeah. people just like seeing, you know, figure, big figures like right. that and stuff like that. So yeah, that was cool. So we're like, almost about to start building uh, on that piece of land. Cool. And it's going to be luxury. It's going to have a hot tub. It's going to have a sauna. It's going to have, um, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, the yeah. threshold now, unfortunately, on YouTube is so high. So, so high. it used to be like you spend $10,000 on a stock. <laughs> you would blow it. Then it became 100000 But now everybody is investing $100,000 in a yeah. stock. So now it's got to be... Five hundred thousand. I'm five hundred. Seriously, Jeremy's latest video was five hundred thousand dollars in a single stock. Wow, wow. And that's that's now the new the new tier, and pretty soon it's going to be a million. I did a hundred thousand dollars of the stock picking monkey. No one cared. Oh, I saw that. no I saw one that cared. Video. No one watched it. How was the that? Threshold what, is it's, that, up, it's up. It's up. The video was was good. Or no, 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 no. The video bombs. The video bombs. Because uh, everyone's like a hundred k. This is what it's like on YouTube. You work really hard on something you think is going to be really good, and it totally same, bombs. It's yeah. the same thing with real estate now too. You have uh, Enes out there now, twenty million dollar house tour. You know, so <laughs> so you know, Graham. Oh yeah, now there's that house tour that producer Michael did. Right, you're competing oh, with that. It's like five hundred. Yeah. yeah, I know. No. A billion yeah. or five hundred million? Five hundred, uh, five hundred million. <laughs> that was the the listing price, but yeah, it's getting insane out there. So yeah, so I have my monkey portfolio pulled up here, and I'm screen recording for you. Nice. So so far, the monkey portfolio has made eighteen point nine seven percent since I made that video. That was back in wow. December. So I've made almost twenty percent in six months. The number one performing stock 
in this uh, account was Ford. Oh, up almost yeah. 70%. I bought Ford when nice. it was like $7. It's that new Bronco. Yeah. It's bringing Ford up. And uh, and the electric Mustang. And the electric Mustang. Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't, I'm not a fan of the electric Mustang, but people I, are buying it. I got it. The, the Bronco on order. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we got Invitation Homes up 35%. Ooh. Oh, it's nice. IHS Market Limited, 30%. BlackRock. This is a big one. Twenty six percent. Align technology. They do Invisalign. Sixteen percent. Republic Services. This is one I liked a lot. Republic Services. They take out our trash here. They're a big. Oh, they're waste management, yeah. okay. and I believe they also pay a dividend. Uh, and and you got to think, trash collection's not going away. That's a recession-proof business. And you and you look at their yeah. chart. I mean, it's just consistently. We're, unfortunately, we're throwing away more stuff. So I think at some point. There's, there's got to be, I think people are going to be more eco-friendly and conscious of stuff like but that. But they're going to pivot. to, And they'll pivot know, too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, a Cerner Corporation up 3%. The one I thought was going to do the best. This one led the way up until February was Tesla. Now uh, only up 2%. And then the losers, Netflix is down. And Enel Americas, which is uh, uh, energy, I believe, in South America. Okay, That's down 7%. But overall, nice. I got a 20% return with a monkey. <laughs> you know? I mean, it really goes to show you right now. I think uh, so many people are in the stock market today, and they think they are geniuses. And we call them. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to And they all started names. in March last year, right? <laughs> and they all started in March. Oh, I'm up 100%, uh, right? <laughs> so two things. Um, speaking of that, we have the same people back uh, uh, from 2008 that have only been investing since like 2009, let's just say. And people before COVID were like, oh, you've only invested in 2009 and above. We've only just seen a bull market. And then now we're seeing the same people. You've only been investing since March. So it's always <laughs> yeah. that next thing. But we call them, and I, I'm not going to paint names. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names here, but we call them uh, cheerleaders. Yeah. Because really there's, there's zero due diligence. There's zero analysis is going on stock. It's just, guys, we got to stay strong. We got to keep buying. And meanwhile, it's just like tanking, tank. <laughs> guys, we got to buy more. This is our chance. We're going to make Whole a lot of money. Thing, right? It's not even just me. It's, it's everything. And it's insane. And it's just the lower the price goes, the more hypey they get. And there's again, there's no analysis. Yeah. Nothing. It's just, it's going to go to the moon. We got to keep buying it. We got to keep holding it. <laughs> they all have a name for like their followers. And it's just, we're going to buy this stock. We're going to keep buying. We'll see what happens on that. But it's it's a scary time where like that that's the new breed of investor. And I'm sure Warren Buffett would say the same thing about like Wall Street bets. Like it's a scary time for this new investor who's investing on Robin Hood, commission-free trade. So I, you know, maybe maybe now we're the, we're the old people. Yeah, I think with Wall Street bets, it's like, it's cool to read it, and I've invested. You know, I made good money on AMC, you know, but I only do it with small amounts of money. Yeah. Like I put in like a thousand back in January, and I took out like three or four thousand. Paper like, hands, know. you paper <laughs> hand, little God, maybe, maybe you should cut that because wow. hate me. But yeah, I but, can't but, believe it. Yeah, but that, are you but still holding? No, no, I, I, don't, I don't own any AMC. But and that's the thing that, that is shocking to me that, that especially when someone gets in. And they get out with a profit, and they've made a five hundred, a thousand percent return on your money. You know it's a problem when people are like you paper handed like, little. What's, yeah, what's like, the point of investing? Yeah, if you're never going to take a it's profit. It's like you, you. It's like shameful that you made a thousand percent return on your money. Like that's like you, you did everyone dirty. 
It's insane. It's like the purpose of investing is to make money. You should be commending these people who have sold some of these things. And it's like, no, it's like it's backwards. It doesn't make any sense to me. So we'll see if this sticks around long term. I don't think it will. But yeah, I don't think it can. I think like GameStop was probably the the sort of biggest example of it. I suspect that could be the biggest example of it we're ever going to see because I don't think AMC, well, I don't know, it probably will now, but I don't think it's going to go that much higher because I feel like the the Wall Street people are kind of doing some stuff behind the scenes. I'm going to tell you, I personally, again, we can look back at this and maybe I could be wrong. I personally don't think it's going to go much above where it is. Maybe it does by like 10 bucks or something like that. I would be shocked to see it in 100. And that's been the threshold. My thinking is that, uh, and I, I think this is just human psychology, uh, people only have a certain amount of patience to yeah. hold this stock. And I think if it's going to hold out like this for much longer, people are going to say, it's not doing anything. Let, let me go and move it into uh, Build-A-Bear or like, the, yeah. you know, something else instead. I'm in that too. Actually. And it's uh, <laughs> just a little. I, I think it's slowly going to just let some of the air out of the uh, balloon. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. I think... If in a perf- in, under perfect conditions, maybe this thing. But I just think there's not enough people out there who are going to buy it and hold it. And and, and now I bet there's going to be people like, oh, Graham's, Graham's a shill. It's a Wall Street shill. Because people call me a shill for talking about this stuff because I'm like, I'm being honest, I, I just, I don't see it. And I, I know yeah. we make jokes about Jack being paper-handed. But he made, what, 1,300% or, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, wow, Jack great. turned $100 into $13,000. And Whoa. he sold. And I, so Dogecoin. I've been, On Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Oh, that's great. I've been telling him to sell. That that thing hit 30 cents. I was like, sell, sell, sell. 50 cents, sell. I've just been sell the whole, the whole time. And uh, Jack happened to sell at the perfect time, right at before 70? SNL. Oh, before us. Oh, my right God. before SNL. I wish I could have sold. Like, I, I was holding it that day, and I was like, shall I sell before or shall I sell after? And I, I knew it could go either way, you know? And then I was watching it, and Elon wasn't really doing anything, no. you know? And I was like, all right, I'll try and sell. And then Robinhood, which I was holding. I don't normally use Robinhood, but yeah. for Dogecoin, I was using it. And it was Fucking like out. not allowing you to sell. Yeah. And I ended up selling at like 50. Yeah, so the problem with that, um, my, my theory with that is that, you know, Robinhood is really just it's it, it, everything is really done within that platform. So when they have so many sell orders coming in at the same time, but they don't have enough the equivalent of buy orders, they they yeah. can't fill those orders. So either what happens is that you have people who are like buyers, let's say at twenty cents, then you have all these orders filling in at twenty cents from people who are willing to sell at any price. The buyers are willing to pay like ten or twenty cents. It would crash the price just on Robinhood. Whereas meanwhile, all the other platforms would be yeah. a neutral price. So they they had to maintain the price in line with everybody else. But it's just a wild thing. But yeah, Jack Jack got in really well on that one, That's and awesome. I, I I'm proud of him for. And I didn't think he was going to do it. Because he was like, I'm diamond handsing, diamond handsing. But you know what? I mean, when there's $13,000 on the line, all profit, I think he made the smart move. That's, uh, yeah, that's similar to, well, nowhere near as good. But my best result has been with, was with Tesla. I got mm-hmm. a 1,000% yeah. return on that. Same. Yeah, you did, right? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. a lot of us did. Uh, meet Kevin. I went to his seminar in New York oh, yeah. two years ago. And he was talking about buying it at like 180 yep. pre-split price, you know? Yep. I think I bought it. I, I still have two shares of it because I just sold. I sold most of it. Was, most of that was my $28,000 land purchase was yeah. from Tesla. But um, yeah, I've got like two shares now and my cost basis is $40. Yeah. 
yep. and the stock price is six hundred dollars. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty that's, cool. That's pretty about cool. The, that's about the same as me. Um, bought Tesla back when it was two forty, two fifty, pre split. Um, so what would that be like fifty bucks around, around there, yeah, around fifty dollars? Unfortunately, I sold half when it hit nine hundred, and oh, for okay. br- a brief moment, I was a genius because it hit nine hundred. <laughs> I sold, and the next day it started dropping, and it dropped all the way down to like four hundred. Like, and I was like, I made out like a bandit, <laughs> uh, but then it kept going up, and I just, I I missed that opportunity to buy, but okay. I did I did put in a, a big chunk. Right before they announced the split. Ah. Uh-huh. And you made a nice little gain. Off By, yeah, and yeah. I still hold all of it. So my my theory is now I'm not going to sell something unless I need the money. Because every time I've sold something when I Go didn't on. need the money because I think the price is going up you know, too high, even if it drops in the short term, that the psychology, the fact that I sold, just makes me less likely to buy. Yeah. Um. So I just hold. It's the whole uh, intelligent investor thing anyway, yeah. isn't it? It goes back to all that. It's like just buy and hold can yes. sometimes be far better. And also, if you sell under a year of holding, you have to pay higher taxes. And, yeah. Yeah. You know what would be really fun to do right now? You should review Alex's wallet. Oh, yeah. And let us know what you think I'd about it. And you know what? Even more exciting. We're going to make this a Clips Channel exclusive. Whoa. Yeah. So we have a link to the Clips Channel down below in the description. It's brand new. Go ahead and subscribe to that. This is only going to be available on there. So again, it's in the description, and uh, let's get into it. So I heard of a Amex Platinum hack. I'm not sure if I heard this from you. I don't think so. I think it was another random channel that popped up. So uh, last year, I think it was around like August, September, uh, I realized with my Amex Platinum that like I am just not using it at all. I don't use it to charge anything because the Amex Gold is better for points. Yeah. I'm not traveling. There's no point in me spending $550 a year. So this guy, I saw, I saw his video, says you could get uh, 50,000 points for free on the Amex Platinum just by saying you're going to cancel the card. So um, I went through his YouTube you video. Yeah, I did. So I went through his YouTube video perfectly. So what you have to do, he wanted me to uh, uh, go, to the, go online and talk to one of their like, the, the little chat people. And I said, hey, I'd like to cancel the card. They then respond back with, but let me tell you all the amazing things about this card that maybe you didn't know about to make it worth it. They run through all of that. Yeah, no, I still want to cancel the card. Oh, but what about the, all this other stuff? No, I still want to cancel the card. Oh, so uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, you want to cancel the card? I'm like, yeah, I'll cancel the card. It's just not worth it to me. And then you have to say, is there anything that you could do to retain my business? Because I think if you just say, like, you just cancel, they'll be like, all right, I'll cancel. But you have to say, is there anything that you could do for me? Let me, let me get back to you. Let me get, and then they come back to you like five minutes later. We're able to offer you, at least it, it seems like this is the, the go-to. We're able to offer you 50,000 points if you don't cancel and just keep the card an extra year. So I figured, uh, you know, 50,000 points, I, I could probably get that 700 you know, $800 worth of value transferring it to an airline. So I would pay 550 for $800. Fair. So that's what I did. And I'm keeping it. the card. Yep. That's and nice. uh, and uh, I, I'm probably just going to cancel the card. Uh, it's September. After, yeah. after a year. I, th- yeah. I think this year, September, it'll be a year. Retention offers are a great way. Yeah. But wait a minute. How will you get into the Centurion Lounge? I don't barely travel. Oh, yeah. I barely travel. I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, retention offers are great. I did a retention offer on the old SBG card, which then turned into the Marriott Bonvoy. Yeah, I got card. that card too. You got the card too, yeah, right? SBG, and I got, I got 25, no, 30,000 points. I forget where I used. I think it was... Uh, 
Gosh, I used it many years ago, but yeah. SPG used to be like the best, you know, yeah. hotel system and it's yeah. a little bit devalued now. It's part of Marriott. But yeah, I got a retention offer for 7,000 SPG points, which is worth 21,000 Marriott points. Yeah. Just by calling up and saying, hey, I'm thinking of canceling and just directly saying, are there any retention offers available? Because literally depending on how good a customer you are, they will have certain set offers that they can offer you. So they'll go off and do something on the computer and then mm. come back. So I don't know, maybe if you let them do the whole spiel first, it might do something. I don't know. I, 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 the way I've always done it is just phoning up and just very direct to say, you know, are there any retention offers you could offer me? You know, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I know. I gave them the whole the whole run around on that. That's cool. But yeah. So um, I might do that with my Charles Schwab Platinum because the uh, the points are going to devalue. Wait a second. That? That's what I should get. The Charles Schwab Platinum. You could. But the points are devaluing. They're going down from 1.25% uh, at yeah. 1.25 cents per point to 1.1. 1. 99% certain it's happening but, on September But 1st. isn't that still better than me paying $550 a year for the normal platinum? Yeah, you could actually do, uh, cancel your platinum and then apply for the Charles Schwab platinum because yeah. it's considered a separate product. So yes. you can still get the bonus. And I could still go to the lounge? And you could still go to the lounge. Now, yeah. for the Charles Schwab platinum... It's it's free, right? Or what's uh, what's the dollar okay. amount that you have to? If you have, uh, well, the the fee is five fifty. Yes, but if you have over two hundred fifty thousand with Schwab, yeah, you get a hundred dollars off. And if you have over one million with Schwab, you get two hundred dollars off. Is there anything above a million, or is this two hundred off? Um, the the highest is two hundred. Yeah. Oh, I so, thought it was free. I thought it was like for every a million you have with them, it's like you know a hundred off no, or something no, like it that. Stops it. Like, that would be great. Yeah. So you could be paying three fifty. Do you, you know that? if there's a way that if you could call them up and be like, hey, good customer, Schwab, can they just <laughs> give me this card? Do you, do you know if there's a way? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Dave Hansen was asking about this too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Are there any, are, do you know of any offers for like, uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, big, big spenders, big ballers out there who have like, you know, cash in the bank? Yeah, like what, Graham and Jack. Yeah, you know, like, they spend so much money. What can you know? I could actually yeah. research this and come back really? to you. But a really good offer in the past used to be the Alliant Credit Union uh, card. Yeah, my friend he got this, and basically it gives unlimited two point five percent cash back on everything. And then for the first year, it was three percent, and it was it was specifically for high spenders. So a friend of mine he got it, and he went and bought a red cinema camera that's like fifty grand yeah, or yeah. something, yeah. and he got. Three percent cash back on it. So, okay. but actually, they've been. Or you could just use it. the carrot credit card. Yeah, if you've got the carrot yeah. credit card, it's probably right. pretty good for yeah. you. Um, you should be getting the Centurion soon, right? Maybe getting an invite. <sighs> I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't too much. do it. Annual fee is high. So it? it's a. So for those that aren't aware, actually, I I watched your video on this. Did you made a video on? The, yeah, the the new one. What is it? It's a ten thousand dollar initiation. <laughs> Right, yes. and then every year it was five grand. five grand a year after that. So, like upfront, you're spending fifteen thousand dollars upfront to get the Amex Black Card. Now, I was thinking, okay, if it's five grand, I can make a video on it, and like worst case, I'll make the money back. It'll be break even for the first year. I can't justify fifteen. Like I know fifteen. The yeah. Best case scenario, the video makes like seven grand. Best case, yeah. and that's if the video gets like. 500,000 views does well. I'm not going to spend 7,000 on a card that I'm not going to use that, that isn't that good. <laughs> it's it's not. Flex, yeah, it's, I mean, it's no, the flex. Just, I, I don't know. 
It's yeah. just not a good card. Uh, the one thing that I was thinking, uh, yeah, they offer you the... a free Equinox, or what is it, two, do, yeah. 200 and something dollars off your Equinox membership. Yeah, it only adds up to like a thousand or two a year or something. Right. Like it's like, yeah, yeah it's like $2,400 a year. Not worth it. I don't go to Equinox anymore. You get access to the private suite at LAX. You know about that? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, how often you do I travel at LAX? It, right? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So it's really just something you pull out to be like, I wasted a whole bunch of money on this card. Yeah. It's really bad. They may have a new one coming out. We don't know, but above Platinum. They should. talk of it. Yeah. They should. People think it's going to be called the Optio card because that was the rank below Centurion in yeah. the Roman army. I really don't think it's going to be called that, but uh, that's what people are kind of calling it. And if it would have a fee of 1500 in theory. So if, I, if that comes out, I'm going to get it. Yeah, you know what? I think I they should justify. make more high-end credit cards because right now the Chase Sapphire and the Amex Platinum I think are pretty much like the same level. They're, yeah. they're basically equal. But there's nothing else between that and, and like the, the yeah, JP, JP Morgan, Morgan Reserve or the Amex in turn. There's, there's not, it's, it's either you have 20 million bucks or you spend $550. I mean, that, that's it. There's nothing yeah. between. I would like to see more luxury high-tiered credit cards um, yeah, because that, yeah. people who are earning maybe 50 grand a year could still have the platinum and yeah. get value out of it. Whereas the Centurion, you need to be earning like at least a few million mm-hmm. really to get value. And you need to have a lifestyle that's suited to it. I know. It's but almost like the carrot card. Like, I feel like I know it's geared towards influencers, but I feel like the people who it really targets are who you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, I but carrots more like social media. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about like people probably making. 500,000 to 3 million a year. Okay. Yeah. Who are probably like a little bit more on point with their money. They're less about the flex, but they still want to, you know, something that stands out yeah. from the crowd. The annual fee that's about 1,500 would make it prohibitively expensive for people who are like under you know 100 grand a year. I think 2,500 a year. Ooh, I, I think, think that that's the sweet spot. Because if it was that, I would question whether it'd be worth it. It would have to have, for me, anyway, yeah. it would have to have really good benefits. You know? Yeah. Because I, I have to get that back. I yeah. bet they would be able to do it with like a $500 a year DoorDash credit, a $1,000 travel credit. They would find ways. They would find ways. Yeah. But yeah, if they came out with credit card $2,500 a year or less, 1000 to twenty five, sweet spot, I'd just make it nice, you know? Yeah, you got like, you got to yeah, like you know what like making a silver credit card or like have it yeah have it made out of like a metal something. something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something cool. So it's got to be it's got to be effective and it's still got to be a flex. It's yeah. got to be a flex. Yeah, but make it. Oh, you know what? Have it have it be your... a bottle opener. <laughs> bottle <laughs> Self defense. Yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, Bullet- oh, bulletproof. Yeah. yeah, I can show you what I've got oh. in my wallet. Oh. All right, let's see what you got now. Yeah, this is so. This is my travel wallet. Um. So there's a little bit See, more. Alex, that's the size you need. This is the traveler wallet. It's too bad you didn't yeah. pull out a Ridge wallet. This would be the perfect oh, segue for a Ridge wallet. Yeah, if we could do a Ridge no, sponsorship. You can get one of these, man. $28, thecreditshiffer.com forward slash shop. Oh, wow. Oh, Clever. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'll show you what I got. So oh. I got, actually with me, I've got the Amex Rose Gold, which kind of looks pink. Is it? Yep. And yep. I've got the uh, Charles Schwab Amex Platinum. Okay. Which that's just for getting into the Centurion Lounge, which I uh, I stopped at Phoenix for like four hours, so I spent three hours in the Centurion Lounge cool. on the way. Uh, I've got the Chase Sapphire Reserve. This is kind of like a workhorse card that I use for like a lot of stuff because I, I don't know. I just put stuff on this because I'm used to monitoring it and paying it off. Like it's in my Chase account, sure. right? So it's like open up my Chase. It's right there. Um, 
This is the Chase Freedom Flex. Cool. I've got this basically for gas because right now it's 5% on gas mm. this quarter. Next quarter it changes, but that's what I'm using. Uh, I've got Hilton um, because we stayed in the Oceana Santa Monica, which is a Hilton property. So this was for all the meals and uh, the ridiculously overpriced uh, restaurant at that property. Uh, you get extra, you like 12 points or something per dollar. I don't know. Forget what it is. Uh, we got the old ink. Good. Preferred. Cool. Uh, I got 80,000 on this. Nice. I, uh, nice. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny when I, I got denied for this because I, I typed in my own social security number wrong uh, the first attempt. Oh, so, wow. Okay. They sorted it out for me. And yeah. But yeah, that's just for business expenses. But actually, I haven't used it at all because, yeah, whatever. And then we have a, let's see, where is it? Probably want to cut this fast forward or something. I am. Here we go. We'll cut out all that. We have the uh, Charles Schwab debit card, which nice. is really useful for uh, waiving ATM fees. So if mm. you go to like some sketchy AC ATM, that's like $3 fee. I think I went to a, um, the one in the casino yesterday charged nine ninety nine. Wow. wow. I hope it waives the fee. It yeah. should waive any fee. So what's the, what's the deal with that one? I'm not familiar with that. Uh, the money just comes out of your Charles Schwab either your Charles Schwab checking or your Charles Schwab brokerage account. So whenever I want cash recently, I've just been uh, spending my AMC money. Um, so I, yeah, I've just been using that to waive fees. I mean, I hardly ever use cash, yeah. so I'll just take it out of my Schwab and then maybe I'll transfer some more money over there if I want. But yeah, um, it's really great to, and it's kind of unlimited. It's a benefit. I don't know. They might, they might limit it in the future, but right now it's like any ATM fees, they'll just refund. So what if, yeah. You set up your own ATM company and charge like a twenty dollar fee. Oh, and then wow. pull money out of your own ATM, and then I think there might be a team that looks for <laughs> abuse. Like, what that. if we set up? Yeah, an we ATM. could set up an ATM. We'll split the profit with you. <laughs> you just keep withdrawing twenty dollars at a time with a twenty dollar fee, <laughs> and just double our money. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it would be how long that could be maintained yeah, right. for, rather than how you much you could the make. The same, the same ATM, <laughs> every day, same withdrawal. <laughs> Every 20 minutes. Yeah, nothing suspicious about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my, yeah, that's my yeah. travel wallet. It was um, funny. Speaking of the Hilton card, uh, so this is what I wanted to tell you. The uh, the other day we went to Resorts World in Las Vegas, and I'm, I'm going up there, and I wanted to deposit $100 on their app just for the vlog. The purpose was uh, we had a buddy who wanted to load his account with 10 grand virtually, and they were charging him a 2.9% fee. So it was $290 as wow. a fee just to load his account to be able to gamble. So I said, you know, I'll, I'll do $100 and just just review it. And then I'm talking to the guy and he's saying, well, if you deposit $100, there's a $10 bonus, a free play that you could get. And I said, well, is there something if I deposit more? Because, yeah, you could deposit $1,000 and we'll give you $150. And I'm looking at him and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this thousand. I had no intention of gambling more than like, you know, honestly, a hundred, 200 bucks max. So I load a thousand dollars in the account and I said, is there anything stopping me from just going and immediately cashing out after this? He's like, well, uh, well, I guess, I, I guess not. It's like, <laughs> like his short circuit is basically like, what? Why would you do that? Uh, but yeah, so I deposit $1,000 in the app. So you have to do this in person, by the way. You can't just make an account anywhere and like deposit money. You have to do it in person because they verify your ID. It's a, it's a lengthy process. You got to put in your, like, your driver's license. They, there's someone there to verify it, your social security number, okay. link your bank account with Plaid. Like, there's a big thing. 
But I did all of that, and sure enough, within 15 minutes, $150 shows up in my account. They also, on the first transaction, they waived the 2.9% fee. Wow. So I got $1,000 in there. They waived the fee, and they gave me $150. Uh, that's just totally free that I could cash out of. And then so, what if you want the thousand back? So here's the thing. Okay. So I'm get, yeah, great question. So what I did to start is I put all $150 on one hand of Bakra because my thought was this is a free hand. I'm either doubling it and walking away or I'm walking away even not losing any money. Put the 150 on Bagra. The whole experience, by the way, was super glitchy. They were promoting themselves as this casino that's like cashless. Like you could just go up with your phone. They do this. Half the th- half the stuff doesn't work. It's straight up. Oh, I, I was trying to get it, and they're like totally clueless on what to do. They had no idea. It's like they had never seen this thing before. Nobody's using it. Okay. And it took like three or four minutes just to load my account. And I tried multiple times, like tried to scan it. It's just a terrible experience. But anyway, so we did we did. Put $150 on one hand of Bakra, I bet banker, and I won. Wow. So 300 bucks. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. So got 300 bucks. Um, and then I, I went to try to cash out. Now, they said originally there was the option to take the money from your account and do an ACH transfer back to your normal bank account. They said it was going to take anywhere from three to seven days, but they charged you a fee of $2 to do it. Okay. The problem is that there's no option on the app to withdraw your money. There's no option. They said there was an option to take your money out. I did not find a single thing. I even went up to the, the cashier at the register and I said, how can I move my money from here back to my bank account so I don't walk out with like $1,000 in cash? I don't know. That's my manager. And then the manager, no idea. Uh, but you just, can still get cash. Yes. You just so you have to tell them cash. I want to cash out entirely from, my, from the app. They go and they type in your information. They go and give you cash. But there is no way to cash out of this thing. And I think they, they imagine that people are going to load their account with the money and then be like, well, I have to either go back to cash out or now that I'm here, I may as well just gamble it. I think it's like the equivalent of gift cards. So, yeah, you have to do this in person. I have a feeling uh, so many people are going to start exploiting that. They got to they stop that soon. Or it might but, be like the carrot thing. There's only one person like you. No. Everyone uh, else will do it. Believe forget. it or not. I, so I posted this on Instagram yesterday. Did other people do it? Uh, we got stops like four times walking out of the casino yesterday. Uh, one of those people said he saw my Instagram story and was going to the casino <laughs> to do that. And he happened to run into me as I was walking out of the casino. I saw it last night yeah. and I was thinking, shall I go over there? And then yeah. I was like, you know what? 150 bucks is not quite enough for me to be bothered to go. <laughs> it's, I, listen, you got to go to the casino once just to experience it. Yeah. I honestly, I'll be honest, the casino was... Crap. It's, oh, it's crap. It was bad. Uh, the, I'm not a huge fan of the big crowds, and there's okay. a lot of people there. So that automatically, that's not a fault of the casino, though. But but the actual experience of the casino, I wasn't a fan. The app was extremely glitchy. I prefer the win. If you're going to go anywhere, the win mm. and Encore are just superb. So I wouldn't go back. It's it's You go there once, you experience it, you never go back again. So that was my experience with that. But okay. a lot of people today are messaging me on Instagram saying, I did this. Wow. And they're tagging me in it. Look at me, Graham. I got it. And they're showing me their account with the money in it. So a lot of people are doing this. Maybe they won't let you back. We got to think, what would Jack ask right now? Yeah. So I'm Jack saying, would ask you to review his Tinder profile. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you good with the ladies? Well, I'm married. Oh, I how mean, long? I, uh, when did we get married? 2014, I think. So uh, like, how old are you? 
I'm 35. Oh. Yeah. So imagine I'm a 22-year-old good-looking guy. I see you, Bill. You've been trying to... S- spike ball. Um, what is that? I didn't even know what that is. See that you don't he, need to know. I don't, don't know need to know. <laughs> you know. He has a little net in the back of his yeah, car. Yeah, he has a net I in his no back I, of the no car. No idea how, how to know. play it. You know what? What's the best dating advice that you could give me hypothetically? Or Jeff? what's what's the best pickup line? Yeah, yeah. So what's the? I you know personally, I don't really do pickup lines because I like. I think you just gotta you just gotta meet someone and strike up a rapport with them and then it becomes natural you know i like dan blazarian's advice actually mm. that he gave on london reel when he was interviewed by them he said you just got to have the confidence and go and talk to loads of ladies and just assume that you're going to get rejected it doesn't matter because it's a numbers game if you talk to enough of them uh eventually you know and and as you get good at it they're going to feel this guy is so confident that he's really not um you know uh, what's the word? He's he's not intimidated, and then they actually respect that. You know, they like the women respect confidence in a guy who can just talk naturally yeah. to someone. There's no tricks. You know what I mean? It's not like darn. Yeah, we want it. <laughs> tricks. We like, wanted I got the, the magic we wanted oh, yeah, line. We want to like all you got to do is say this. Hey, yeah. is heaven yeah. missing an angel? Because <laughs> yeah. you know it's cheesy, yeah, yeah. man. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, I, what, what is it? Did you? Are you hurt? Because you just <laughs> fell from heaven. <laughs> you yeah. know what? I would love to see Jack do it and have it actually work. <laughs> I bet. I bet. If you I bet if you actually times. go and do that, I bet if you if you say it the right way, it'll work. I feel like you get slapped, but uh. no. What, why would you get slapped? That's a compliment. I guess it depends yeah. on the situation. It depends yeah. on it the could line. Come across as sleazy. Some of these pickup lines are, yeah. are kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. didn't you try to set him up on a blind date though? Yeah, and didn't go too well. Or no, no, I don't no. Think I watched yeah. that. I saw the video, yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. watch it. it uh, no, uh, Abby was fantastic. We really liked Abby a lot, but I think uh, it just you, you, you never know. Yeah, it's just just never. Yeah, logistically, it wasn't there, and uh, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Just not, yeah my experience like dating apps as well. It's like, yeah, you might meet someone on there, but I feel like you're more likely to meet someone in real life the old-fashioned way. Yeah. You know, just like I believe in kind of destiny in a way as well. Just sure. like you might be introduced through a mutual friend. What's your take on Dave Ramsey? Oh, Dave Ramsey. I did a video yeah, recently. I saw you did a video recently <laughs> about it, yeah. It's funny. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I think he's for a certain type of person. I have some friends who really follow him mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't want any credit cards. We don't even really want a credit score. I'm like, well, what about if you get a mortgage? And we're like, oh, we'll have someone like Yeah, manually. the manual underwrite. That doesn't yeah. exist. I mean, I'm sure it does. But gosh, why? If you what have the- a choice between just getting a credit card or going through manual underwriting, I mean, oh, jeez. My, my feeling is like I want to play the banks at their own game. I don't want to like some people, if they follow Dave Ramsey, they're like, OK, we'll just resist the banks altogether. My feeling is like, yeah, play their game, but outplay them at their own game. Sure, that's that's kind of my take I, on it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think I, I think you guys would agree. I mean, I think the advice that he gives when you're first getting into personal finance, especially if you have like a little bit of debt, best advice he could give you. Yeah, but there comes a time where you outgrow him, and you know, I think if you're paying, yeah, if you're paying off debt, go to Dave Dave Ramsey. Yeah. But once you're done. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Dave. Curve. Dave is good for fifty percent of the population. Yes, yeah. I would say what we talk about is good for ten to twenty, and then there's that middle ground where they could probably they those are the middle ground is probably a transition. They start with Dave, they end somewhere else. But yeah, I would say Dave on a broad scale probably best for the majority of people. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, thank you so much for coming all the way out here. I really appreciate it. It's awesome, man. Thanks for having me. 
And with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. We're going to link to everything you have down below in the description. You have wallets for sale. We do. We do. So, you know what? I'll link to that. Credit Shifu wallets. Get them at creditshifu.com forward slash shop. Yeah. And also down below in the description, you can get your free stock worth all the way up to $70. $70. $70. And they also don't route your order flow, unlike other brokerages out there, mm. which is unfortunate. We so won't say the name, huh? We can't say who it is, but they do it. Public does not. And also, I'm posting all of my own stock trades on there. So if you want to see what I'm buying, just follow me on public. Public.com slash Graham. Use code Graham. Get your free stock. I might you have to do well. that. I get my free stock worth up you to $70. Well. It's basically yeah. like going to the casino, getting your free 150 except you could do it right now from the comfort of your own home. It's worth all the way up to $70. So thanks so much, guys. I uh, really appreciate it. And until next time. <clears throat>